Hey friend, before we get into today's episode, I have a question for you. Actually, I have a couple. Do you long to let go of expectations, obligations, and distractions? Do you long to live with more peace, presence, and purpose? And do you wish you could do less and live more? Then I want to invite you to a new mini course called Do Less, Live More. It's going live in September, and then you'll be able to access it via replay. On it, I'll give you my five-step roadmap to get you on your way to doing less of what doesn't matter so you can live more of what does. But seats are limited, so make sure to go and get your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. In the course, you'll learn how to clarify your one thing to focus on that will make the biggest difference in your life. You'll learn to create space and break free from the distractions. And you'll learn to commit to creating a plan and taking action on the right things. Do you want to reach your destination and enjoy the journey? Then you don't want to miss out on this. Remember, we'll be live in September, and after that, replays will be available. So go get all the info and your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. Now let's get to today's episode. Hey friend, I'm Lissa Figgins, and you're tuning in to the Repurposed After 40 podcast. If you're an after 40 woman, or will be one day, who struggles to keep all the plates spinning, I see you. And if you long to simplify the demands on your time, resources, and energy, this is the place for you. Each week, I invite you to push pause and join me to consider how to clear the clutter in your life, home, and business. We're all about creating a simplified and spacious life that allows you to do less and live more. One of the best tips I can give you is to start your day with a simplified morning plan that focuses on what matters most before the demands of the day take over. That's why I put together a free resource just for you. So be sure to visit lissafiggins.com forward slash AM or grab the link in the show notes. Now, let's dive into today's episode and create a simplified life. Hey friend, we're back again today to talk about simplifying. You've probably heard it called other words too, like essentialism, minimalism. So what do you think of when you hear those words? If you're like most people, you have images in your mind right now of bare walls and hard floors, of black and white and no color, of straight lines and no comfort, maybe even forced frugality, self-deprivation, emptiness. But actually, it's just the opposite. Simplifying brings freedom, choices, contentment, and deep joy. It's about saying goodbye to clutter that's sucking up your time, energy, and resources, and keeping you feeling distracted, scattered, and exhausted. And instead, creating a spaciousness that allows for what matters most to be seen and enjoyed. Having just enough to live your best life and experience the fullness that God intended. But the sad reality is, for most people in our culture, simplifying means owning less, not accumulating more, which goes against what we typically do. Now, we talked about last week that your clutter is costing you more than you know or care to admit. And I don't know about you, but it's a price I'm not willing to pay. And if we keep perpetuating the cycle of more, it will affect our life. It will take our life. It will consume our life. It will impact our faith our family and friendships, 
our field and finances, our fitness and fun. And honestly, in the end, no one regrets not having more stuff or spending more time and energy and resources to maintain it, but on not investing in people and passions that matter most, right? So why do we spend a lifetime collecting things that we can't take with us? Instead, let's create a simplified and purpose life mindset. Are you with me? Speaking of which, have you grabbed a spot for the Simplify Your Stuff Summer Challenge yet? I know you keep saying someday, so stop putting it off. This series of masterclasses, weekly challenges, coaching calls, and accountability group is designed to help you think differently about your stuff. And instead of letting your stuff distract your focus, creating space for what matters most so that you can flourish and grow. So let's get back to simplifying and start with a definition. Here's what I've come up with. Simplify. To intentionally create space for what matters most and purposefully remove anything that distracts. But here's the thing. Simplifying is not about what you give up. It's actually about what you gain. Let me illustrate. This time of year, I feel this urge to deep clean, to freshen up. It feels good, right? You start off strong and motivated. The other day, I told my daughter we'd go swimming when I finished cleaning out this room. And after a while, she was outside sitting on the dock. And guess what? I lost track of time because my project took longer than I imagined. So finally, when I emerged from the closet to find it's already dinner time, all I could do was apologize and start cooking. I had missed out on an afternoon of splashing and laughing with my daughter. For what? Half the stuff I, I was looking at, I didn't even remember I had, and I really didn't need it anyway. Was it really worth it? Wouldn't a better plan, plan be not just to organize it, but to minimize? Then there'd actually be less to keep up and less to take away from the things that matter most. Speaking of organizing, simplifying is not the same thing. Let's think about this. Organizing, which is not removing anything, is only a temporary solution. Have you ever heard of entropy? It's one of those laws of nature that says that things go from order to disorder which is exactly what happens after you've organized, right? Because if it was the answer, we wouldn't have to keep doing it over and over again. Organizing is just rearranging your stuff. And I want to share with you a few of the shortcomings of organizing that Joshua Becker shares in his book, The More of Less. Are you ready for these? Number one, organizing doesn't benefit anyone. It doesn't change the fact that it's sitting unused, just taking up space and collecting dust. But simplifying, that fosters generosity to share with someone else who could give it a good home and put it to good use more often. Number two, organizing doesn't solve our addiction to more. It never addresses the root issue of why we buy too much stuff and why we continue to accumulate things. But simplifying actually causes us to think differently about what we have and why we have it. And it saves on buying all those containers and systems anyway, right? Number three, organizing doesn't change our desire for more. The act of neatly placing our things in boxes, bins, or on shelves is all about holding on to our excess accumulation. But simplifying, that directs our attention away from our possessions because that's where we find true happiness. Number four, organizing doesn't force us to evaluate our lives. While we may find hidden treasures long forgotten in the corner or at the bottom of the pile or box, it does not force us to ask the question, why do I have this? And do I really need this? But simplifying, that causes us to evaluate and keeps us from just stuffing it back in the box and forgetting about it once again. 
And number five, organizing accomplishes little in paving the way for other life changes. It may feel good in the moment when your room looks tidy, but it's only temporary and it's not a true lifestyle change. In our minds, our house is still too small, our income is still too little, and our time is still too short. But simplifying helps us rearrange our lives, not just our stuff. So let's go back to that definition of simplifying. To intentionally create space for what matters most and purposefully remove anything that distracts. Do you see how that accomplishes those skipped over purposes and brings true lifestyle change? And it gives you your life back, or it just helps you to find it again, because chances are it's buried under all your things. But unlike organizing, simplifying is a permanent solution because once it's gone, it's gone. You just have to keep yourself from filling that space with something else. And we'll talk about that on a coming upcoming episode. But before we go, I want to address a misconception about simplifying or AKA minimalizing. It's not about giving up everything. It's not about sitting on the floor in the middle of an empty room. It's about living with less and less is not the same as none. If you walk around the house of someone who has a simplified mindset, you will still find things in their closets, on their shelves, in their cabinets, because they are still living, breathing, changing humans who consume. They just choose to consume and own less and get rid of what's unnecessary so they can better pursue their goals in life. Doesn't that sound like a much freer way to live? Have you ever read the passage in the Bible we call the story of the rich young ruler? He approaches Jesus with a weighted question. What must I do to have eternal life? Jesus' response is a shock to everyone. Sell everything you own and give it to the poor and you'll have treasure in heaven and then come follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sad, for he had great possessions. Now, it wasn't that Jesus wanted him to be miserable. He wanted him to be free, free to enjoy the full life that Jesus came to give. The problem was he was too burdened by his stuff, and it was keeping him from experiencing the abundant life he was asking about. As Joshua Becker says, it wasn't so much a test of the man's faith or a call to superhuman sacrifice as it was a statement of truth, an invitation to a better way of living. Simplifying frees us to live a better life. And isn't that what we all want? So has your view on simplifying or minimalizing shifted? It's not about just making it look nicer or going to an extreme, but about knowing your purpose and desires and discerning what will build that life and what will take away from it. If you keep doing what most people do, always looking for more, the clutter in your home and life will continue to cost you precious time, energy, and resources. And it will continue to create stress and burden and unhealthy patterns that will keep you from truly living and enjoying the life that God has for you. So are you ready to do and own less and live more? Good. I was hoping so. Don't just decide you're going to do something. Actually do it. That's why I've created the Simplify Your Stuff Summer Challenge so we can start removing the unnecessary and investing in the important together. Check out what we're doing in the next master before the next masterclass. You can visit lissafiggins.com forward slash summer or check the, check the link in the show notes. And next week, we'll address how a simplified mindset leads to a purpose life. So be sure to check back. But before we go, and before you do anything else, I want to challenge you. Go find one thing to remove from your life that's not necessary. Then do it again and again and again and feel good about taking your next steps to a simplified and purposed life. 
Thanks for tuning in to the Repurposed After 40 podcast. I trust this episode inspired you with practical ways to clear the clutter once and for all, so you can invest your time, resources, and energy in what matters most. Because a simplified and spacious life allows you to breathe again and recommit to your purpose. Don't forget to grab your simplified morning plan to start your day focused, not distracted. You can find the link in the show notes below or alyssafiggins.com forward slash podcast. And may I ask a quick favor before you go? Posting, sharing, or reviewing this podcast helps us share the message with more women like you that a simplified life is possible. And until next time, my friend, remember, do less so you can live more.